So I don't know if you guys could guess from my general serene, peaceful, cerebral demeanor, but I am very invested in how the products I use impact my own personal wellness. But even more so, we here at UFR as a brand and as individuals are extremely conscious of the way humanity's impact on the environment is perilous. And it's crazy how we don't know what the products we use are actually doing to the world we live in. And for me, one of those things is candles. Anyone who knows me knows that I am a slut for candles. I probably have between two and four burning in my house at all times. But I've recently ditched my expensive and toxic go-to brands for a more boutique candle experience from Andrew Candle Company. Did y'all know that indoor air pollutants are often up to five times higher than outdoor levels? Traditional indoor candles made with harmful ingredients such as paraffin wax and toxic fragrance oils are often the biggest culprit behind this alarming statistic. Andrew Candle Company has carefully sourced all of their premium ingredients to ensure they are free of toxins, sulfates, parabens, lead, soy, paraffin, and petroleum products. Their beeswax solution is 100% a renewable resource. And as far as personal health is concerned, releases negative ions to improve allergy and asthma symptoms, decreases blood pressure, improves sleep quality, and reduces common ailments like headaches. Which is exactly what I need. (laughs) But y'all also know I love to host. And Andrew's Candles are not just an environmentally friendly solution to my signature aesthetics. It's actually beneficial to my health and the health of my company. The scents are clean, modern, and just as bougie as I am. Andrew's candles are hand poured in Atlanta, Georgia and make fantastic gifts too. And tis the season for curling up with a candle and a good book. Am I right? Or masking the smell of desperation during a date or trying to liven up your last cuffing season relationship. All right. That's enough. But trust me, y'all, they have everything. The cozy scent is perfect to burn when I'm editing in my living room. And I keep the garden scent on my vanity when I'm doing my morning and evening skincare routines. We love supporting small businesses here, especially in this economy. And y'all are in luck today because Andrew Candle Company is offering our listeners a special discount. Visit andrewcandlecompany.com to shop and enter code UFR15 at checkout for 15% off your order. That's andrewcandlecompany.com, promo code UFR15. And check out Andrew Candle Company on Linktree to learn more about the benefits of beeswax. That's linktr.ee slash Andrew Candle Company. Hi, everyone. Welcome to UFR. I'll get residuals for that song. Yeah, there you go. That's Mike Rose. That's me. And that's Mikey C. That's me. And I'm Kata. Hey. I went out of order today. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. That's whatever it is. Uh, this is our season finale, Mikey. <laughs> Did you know that? Wow. No, well, kind of thought maybe we were close to it, but yeah, I wow. think that I we're going to dressed up. We're going to take, <laughs> we got dressed up. we're going to take a little break after this one, but we had a Super Bowl and it, there's a lot to discuss. We took last week off too, but it's, it's good to be back. It's good to see you. How's your week been Mikey? It's been all right. I heard about uh, I heard about ESPN maybe having layoffs, so everyone's on edge at work. Yeah, uh, shit. Do you have like a date or like a town hall that was scheduled? No. Or... Well, they no, they just said you know it's going to affect everybody and stuff, and uh, they said it could take from like it could take up to like three months to get it all sorted out. So uh, wait three months to work on edge. No fun. I suppose it's probably better than being blindsided, maybe. 
Yeah, know? but sitting around like that, that can't be good for productivity. You either. Might, might give it like a month in advance. You might say, okay, within the month. And then you like go, every oh. time your boss like calls, like see you, you're like, oh, oh fuck. Hypothetically, <laughs> you could start looking for other jobs and have things lined up just in case. Yeah. And then there was Valentine's Day. And then there was, oh, and there was oh, Valentine's we Day. We have so much to do. I know. Right. I know. What did you do for Valentine's Day, Mikey? I did nothing. Oh, you can call it with friends? I don't have a Valentine. I went out with my fags. I know. It looks like you were having fun. You had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I live vicariously through you guys. What did you guys do? Went out to a nice dinner and then with, with the girlies. And then we went and got ice cream. And I tried to get everyone to go out after, but they all have work today. Like, so do I, but grow up, you know? <laughs> grow up. And we were all dressed up and it was cute. So I was like, why aren't we going to go out? Um, so, but we, no, we had a, a dinner and drank and um, got ice cream. And That's out. a big thing, though. Like, if I'm going to dress up, I want to like do something, you know? Like, I want to, if I'm going to actually put like my face on and like clothes, I'm not going to go out for like an hour. And do something like a, it's got to be an event. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it was Did a nice you do anything, Kata? Um, there's a new uh, Mexican seafood restaurant on our block. We didn't have any plans. We don't really observe Valentine's Day in my house, but um, it's brand new, like new enough that it's not even on Google Maps. So we figured we could probably just walk in. And um, I made a reservation anyways. I ended up making the reservation for Thursday, so fucked that up. But uh. But they sat us at the bar and we had some really good food. And then we went home and watched Ghost, um, which is a great film. And I'm I'm having like a moment. My Valentine's Day was bad. What? I thought mine was bad. I'm sorry. No, it was an excellent. I love. All right. So I'm on a Tony Goldwyn kick because I started watching Scandal a few weeks ago. And in true fashion, like. I mean, there is not, I don't think, a single man on this planet who is more on brand for me than Tony Goldwyn, because I love like a really sexy old white dude in power. And he plays the president in Scandal. Yeah, it's like it's hot. It's really hot. It does something for me. He's also like the nicest guy on the planet. Yeah, he seems really, really nice. Really nice. Um, I have like a really close friend that's like family friends with his family. And he's like, just like the nicest. He kind of looks like Mike. I mean, you mean he has no i think he's talking a little about, bit oh he's talking about you me yeah mike rose oh my god yeah, a little you do kind of look like bit. a younger a younger tony goldwyn that i like that for you wanna for be, i want to play his yeah i'm gonna play his like younger self and something or like his son yeah he's 62 years his old son famously in the show doesn't Thomas. look it he does not look 62 he is so yeah, freaking attractive dude his like he gets shirtless a lot in in Scandal. And he started, worth. Oh my god, he started Scandal mm-hmm. when he was like fifty, and he looks like like he's he's probably got the best body of all the dudes who go shirtless on that show. It's wild. Yeah, he's he's mad hot. I'm I'm a big fan, and he's really good on the show. So yeah, I had to go back and watch Ghost last night because it was a romantic movie. So I was a puddle by like eleven p.m. and and I'm looking at I, his filmography. The only thing I could have seen him in is Friday the 13th 6 Jason Lives. I think he's I, only in the first like couple minutes of that and then he dies. Oh. Uh, he's in a Divergent series. Yeah, I saw yeah. Those movies. He's he's the dad, I think, or whatever. He's like Shailene Woodley's dad. Hmm. Um Anyways, it's scandal is excellent. I'm I'm like way behind on that train, but yeah, it's, it's 
but yeah, we did that and I started a new book last night. So I'm very happy about that. It's a weird, it's a strange, I was looking for like a, a shitty romance novel and I found it in the form of a novel about, it's kind of like, like 50 shades meets Ted Lasso. This girl inherits her dad's football team, like Uh NFL team. And she like gets into it with the coach. It's pretty good. Takes place during the age crisis too. Whoa. So there's like a lot of levels. I did start um, with a crawdads thing and everyone like didn't like the book for some reason, but I like actually do like it. You like it? Okay. So I started it over winter um, because my aunt had it and I was down like visiting my family. And so I started it and I, I got a few chapters in and it it just didn't hook me. I will say the um story, her like, when they were going through the stories of her childhood, I struggle in those moments because they're just a little bit denser than I think necessary. Mm, yeah. I think we're just the imagery that they're building. I'm like, love it. Like cut 20% out of that. Like, I think that's where I got lost in it too. Right. Like it, I just couldn't really, it was so dense that I couldn't really get a picture of the town. And well, the people. they jump between, you know, like modern day when, when a murder happens and then her childhood and like the modern day stuff is very like quick and moving and gets to the point and that's helpful. And I do like the imagery of the past and you need the imagery or else it's not going to work. But I think the imagery might have just been a little bit dense and I think I could have done without a portion of it. Did you watch the movie? No. No. Well, maybe I'll read it first and then I'll watch it. I heard people like the movie, I think. I I think people like the book or the movie. I think it's one of those. It's not like um when you think about like the Reese Witherspoon adaptations, like yeah. people really like both the book and the miniseries of Little Fires. Oh my God. And people who read the book before the movie or t- <coughs> the TV series are always like, the book is better. Well, and they changed the series. Like the series has a different ending than than the book does but they're both good the series was excellent by the way but yeah adaptations man adaptations i really i I want them to make an adaptation of this book that i'm reading because that would be really fun to see like a sexy fucking nfl coach like hooking up with his owner it's very again ted lasso meets 50 shades of gray there's a couple of sexy nfl coaches out there right well oh yeah well yeah we, we never got into coaches. We only did quarterbacks. But I know. I, I we sh- we should have gone into coaches. coaches. We should have. I have opinions. Oh, yeah. Well, and there was a huge coaching shuffle this week, which oh, we yeah. should also talk about. But I think first things first, we need to get into the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. What did you do for the Super Bowl, Mikey? You know, I my buddy invited me over to his place um, for like a party. But I've gone there like the past couple of years. And I felt like I could not tell you anything that's happened like a play, a commercial for like the past, like three Super Bowls that I've gone over there. It's hard to watch it like a social event. Yeah, that whole deal. So, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. I just actually want to sit home and just watch this one. So that's exactly what I did. It was definitely watchable. It was, yeah. it was entertaining. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, it, you know, as entertaining as that matchup can be for me, I was entertained. I went to we did a little um party at my friend's house uh it was my friend and her husband and her husband's family and a couple others of us and i brought my dog and i um the first half we were having a lot of fun she cooked and the food was incredible um and our two dogs were playing and she also has two cats and so my cat was playing with the cats and or my dog was playing with the cats and it was just a bit of a zoo and so I left right after the halftime show because I was like, I, I do actually kind of want to watch this game. Like, I want to be able to, like, talk about it. 
And I was too focused on the animals. So yeah, see. Yeah. You were in Philly. I was in Philly. That's the most exciting. I had so much fun. Oh my God. I had so much fun. So let's hear your thoughts, Michael. I thought it was a good game. We lost. That's about it, right? Like, well, we lost. You know, like. You're not going to make any excuses? No, because we lost. What was the scene like in Philly? So much fun. So it was obviously crazy. (laughs) All day was the whole weekend was wild. What was really cute was after they had lost, everyone went to Broad Street, but like people were like blasting music from their cars. Everybody was drinking like we were all like sad, but like it was like kind of fun. And like we were all just kind of like hanging out and vibing. And then the cops made us leave and we were like, fuck you. And then we laughed. So it was actually like really lovely. And I saw a lot of people I don't often get to see. And the game was I, you know, what? like, yeah, there were a couple calls. I was like questionable, but I don't I don't know if any of them were necessarily egregious. No, and I think the calls that were questionable were spread between both teams. Like, it wasn't like the refs favored a team or anything. Yeah, maybe. I mean, either way, like, the calls weren't that egregious regardless. Like, I didn't agree with the call at the end, but I can see why you made it. I didn't agree with the turning over Devontae Smith's catch, but I can see why you did it. Um, So I'm not really that miffed about it. And the Eagles, like, just defensively, like, got beat they got out coached like it is just was what it was they got beat yeah um so yeah and like i i kind of thought about it after and i was like you know getting to the super bowl regardless is kind of like a dice roll everything's just gonna have to like work itself out for you to get that far the eagles are not going to be back in the super bowl for at least two or three years um no there's a lot no well with the new developments this week i don't know yeah and that's that's the least of it I've been saying this, I think, on this podcast, and I said it on the air, and I've been saying it. And after Mahomes um, got tackled there, and it looked like like right before halftime, and it looked like, I mean, he was like in pain. Yeah. I just saw like a, a video they posted recently, like he because he was like mic'd up. He was like, and he was screaming in pain. And I texted my buddy. I go, the Eagles have gonna are gonna go down with the easiest path to a Super Bowl championship. And uh, he ended up coming back. So. But I've been saying that the Eagles were not tested in like this playoff. And I don't know if that's exactly the case, but I think it, in some regard, that was the case. Yeah, I think this was the hardest game they played, obviously. But even despite yeah. that, it was a close game. Like they played the offense. Right. Jalen Hurts is so fucking good. Like, yeah. I mean, like we left that game being like, I mean, there's no question, right? Like he's so good. Um, what I will say is that it's, you know, like, is there consistency? Like, every year this happens. We got excited about Josh Allen. You got excited about um, um, Chargers, uh, Herbert. You, you get excited about these quarterbacks, and then they kind of level out sometimes, and they get a little inconsistent. So it's just a matter of the performance he's played at this year and at the Super Bowl, if he's consistent. If that is the case, bless. Lit. Um, but... Uh, defensively, I would not have taken Jonathan Gannon as a coach for the Cardinals. I think that was a mistake. He constantly gets out coached by like decent quarterbacks. Um, yeah, well, well, now you've lost, and we can get into this coaching shuffle. You've lost both your offensive and defensive coordinator in the same day this week. Yeah, that's a whole fucking thing. But, uh, but yeah, look at my world. But sticking, but sticking on the game. I mean, yeah, it, it was a good game with two good quarterbacks. I, I had a moment when Mahomes got up all shaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, Oh shit. This might be the game. 
Like it was, there were good. When he was like in pain, you're saying. That yeah. was like right before halftime. Yeah. 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 No, it was, that was scary. It was one of those like, holy shit, like, like there, there are going to be stories to tell about this game for sure. Yeah. And so, I mean, one of the stories, the grass. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, what they a said disaster. it was really slippery, huh? But you could see it. I feel it. like this has happened in a lot of Super Bowls. You could see it. I mean, you could see people sliding around. And, mm. you know, I wouldn't make this argument, but I've heard the argument that, like, the Eagles' defining part of their defense was the pass rush. And the people that got affected... How were... did they not even get one sack? Nobody did. Yeah. I think the Chiefs yeah. might have gotten one, but, like, nobody did, and you couldn't. You couldn't because of that grass, right? So that was a huge effect of the game. But what are you going to do? Like, everyone had to deal with it. Everyone played on the same grass. I'm sure the Chiefs would have gotten more sacks too had they like been able to plant their foot. Yeah, get get to the fucking quarterback. Yeah, right. So like that was completely eliminated, and so what happened in the trenches completely went up in flames, and then it just became a passing game um, for the most part. Yeah, there was no really running. No, the Sanders. Chiefs did a little. But, the Chiefs um, did it. Yeah, you're right. That uh, rookie there, Ponchero. You know, the, the coaches getting swapped for the Eagles is second to the fact that, like, I don't think people realized this year how many free people were on one-year deals and how many, like, I think it's like 14 free agents for next year. Jalen Hurts is still on a rookie contract until next year. Yeah. So they're going to have to cut people. It's not going to be the roster they had before. James Bradbury is not going to be able, they're probably not going to afford him. So they're probably, hopefully, going to draft somebody to replace him. Um, But, yeah, like that, the the... Jonathan Gannon going, I'm a little like, I don't know, is it really a big deal? Um, the offensive coordinator leaving sucks because he was very good. But what is especially unfortunate and frustrating is that like some of the good defensive coordinators we could have gotten already took jobs that we probably could have gotten had they not already taken jobs. Yeah. And that's a little bit frustrating. But yeah. it, I mean, it is what it is. This Eric Bieniemy is he leaving? Did he... Because there, there was talk about, about him, him taking a coordinator position elsewhere. Yeah, right. Which is because he didn't. Nobody took. Cause... Yeah, no one took him as a head coach again. Yeah. Um, is there a reason? Maybe this is a controversial thing to say. Is there a reason that no one's taking well, him? There's been a lot of people saying that there's got to be something. He's got to have like a skeleton in his closet that <laughs> nobody's talked about. Well, like, is it possible? I don't know, but I'm like, there has to be a reason, right? There has to be something that people talk about like does he not actually have a lot of a say in the offense there like what is it does he interview poorly i don't know yeah i I, it is confusing because you'd think with all of the talk season after season of an eric the enemy still doesn't have a job someone would be the the team to step up and give him a fucking job but i mean who knows who knows uh indianapolis's new head coach looks like dax shepherd yeah statue Yeah, Steichen or Steichen, yeah. Steichen or something. Yeah, yeah. He was the play caller too, which is tough because um, in the Eagles' first season with Sirianni and that crew, Sirianni play called. And he was so he wasn't good at it, and and Steichen was started to play call, and that's when things turned around in that season where they started to win. So he was actually quite a big part of the Eagles' offense. His loss, I think, is more than Gannon's. Um, I think it's interesting though because I didn't think the Eagles coaching staff was like a big part of the season, but seems to think that that's not the case. Like, well, you're not panicking. So I I would have to say that that's 
there's probably some validity to that. I don't know. I'm not there. I don't play on these teams. But I mean, I don't I don't love it. It's like, you know, <laughs> the reality is like we, we're not going back to the Super Bowl next year, considering the situation we're in money wise and free agents. And like this was we knew like kind of a one chance situation before hopefully oh. over the next four years becoming a little bit more stable. I hate when the, like someone like the Chiefs win regardless, because I'm like, they're a dynasty at this point. Like they're going to keep being Super Bowl contenders so when they win i'm like okay (laughs) the front page of the kansas city star this week was uh on monday was by eagles by great headline love it (laughs) yikes and you know what was uh what i saw on twitter did you see juju smith schuster like made like a valentine's day card that says with james bradbury's face on it said i'll hold you when it matters and i was like juju smith schuster you're incredibly irrelevant and also like that was that was rude it was just rude. the thing. If if James Bradbury was talking shit and like Juju Smith Schuster like was some amazing player, sure. But like that's embarrassing for him. I was like, girl, like where have you been? Yeah. Yeah. The Eagles yeah. team really like kind of just like got in front of media and said, no, it was our fault and just like left it at that. And I was like, ooh, yeah. hot. I love men who take accountability. Oh, yeah. There's not enough of that. We need more of that. That's that's very sexy. Um, I never take accountability. We know. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the halftime show. You you guys said you had thoughts on the halftime show. I don't oh, yeah. really, other I than definitely. the fact that what? it looks like. I have a well, feeling Mikey and I are going to fight about it. I just thought it looks like Squid Game. Yeah, it's all Parkas. We'll get at it. Prego. Yeah, I I just honestly I didn't I didn't have a lot to say about it because it I don't think. I think I expect uh, like the thing about halftime shows is that you kind of expect to be surprised at some point and nothing about it was surprising to me. I I mean, other than the pregnancy, it was very low energy. Congratulations to her. Oh my God. Are you that? That's no, I disagree. I I don't think it was low energy. And I, so it was dance. Do you see what they were literally doing? They were putting their hands on the ground, lifting their legs. For like multiple seconds, they were doing leg yeah, that's choreography. That's great for the dancers, but I mean, the past couple of years we've seen J Lo and Shakira and um, Beyonce come out there and tear it up. Like I mean, the hip hop people with, didn't. But they still high slapped. impact energy. I I thought it was good energy, and again, she played the hits, which was great. But like, I just she played the hits. I just didn't think there was anything. You were looking special. for flashy. I wasn't looking for flashy. I was looking for one wardrobe change. I just want I yeah, I wanted one changes on my thirtieth birthday party. I wanted one yeah, surprise. No surprises. There was no surprises. I disagree. Apparently, ASAP Rocky was there. I missed that. Direction's going to win an Emmy. Direction, Direction will win an Emmy, and she directed what? it. So that's going to win an Emmy. Only surprise was the fact that she was pregnant. No, the, she's going to. I guarantee you right now. Put money down that she'll win an Emmy for the direction. Um, choreography might also. I don't know if you can be nominated for choreography. The choreography was wild. No, my, okay, direction is like the movement of the set plus where the camera is at. Gorgeous. My my heart rate Gorgeous. was doing a lot oh, seeing her on. on that platform, all pregnant and stuff, and going up and down. <laughs> and I was like, I could not be on that platform. That's not happening. She can sing for her life. Uh, I thought the medley well, was like well connected. I'm sure, she could. Yeah, I wouldn't know because she's lip synced to like ninety yeah, percent of it. The whole thing. Yeah, I think she. But you could still hear her. If, yeah. When she started singing, a you could couple hear her. times, and then she would just then it would just go into the lip sync. Yeah, but everybody does that. Everybody has a backing track. Hmm. Like it's usually like a 30 70 split or something like that. I think her more was more like 40 60, but like or maybe even 50 50. But she was saying I like, you could like, hear her. And then everyone on Twitter was like, 
I mean, everyone on Twitter thought it was fantastic. I, oh, I loved it. I would rate that. I saw a I mean, lot of criticism on Twitter, actually. And I, again, I didn't have a problem some... with it. I thought it was just fine. I just, I just didn't I think, think it was. Plus, you're like in performance. Low energy. You probably are missing it. Because the choreography was like, not only was it stunning, but it was like new. Well, Mike, I mean, like, they're the all, they all have was... the dancers that are like doing the flips and, you know. It's not about how hard. It, it, yes, it was difficult, but it was new. Like that is like a st- the style of dance that is elevated. And I'm forgetting her name, the choreographer. She's quite Paris. Um, Paris something. Can't remember her name. But um, I mean, like she has always innovated dance. And watching her do that, there was dance concepts in there that were just and the way that the dancers move is like kind of her like iconic thing. It was next level. Like she's just such an innovator with dance and structure and movement and shapes. And that's what the best thing thing about Rihanna's. So you're saying the best thing about Rihanna's performance was the dancers was well, the choreography and the the art of the choreography. Choreography She didn't take part in much of the choreography. I mean, she's the producer. She's the director. Like she takes part in everything. She picked the, she picked who was going to be involved. She picked the concept. She directed it. He wanted to see her get down and boogie. Right. You guys want to see her like do the Beyonce. That is not the only way you can perform. That's not the only version of well, performance. I, I have I no mean, problem with what she did or didn't do. I really, I don't. I have, I have no problem with it. I love her energy. I mean, I understand that she's pregnant, so she can't. But I mean, take a maternity leave then. Don't do the fucking Super Bowl. Oh, no. Maybe. I thought her energy, the way she's, most people during the Super Bowl run at you. The way she sat back. Yeah. And the way they directed the camera. So she kind of like, she didn't come at you. You went, you like drew to her. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. It was stunning. Like. It was so thought out and like, I totally get it's not everybody's thing, but uh, no, I just thought it was fine. That's all. I just thought it was fine. Oh, I loved, loved. And I it, was, when I she was up it, it was like, I white she was going to get shut down. She looked like the, the Chinese spy balloon in that big fucking poncho that she oh was God, wearing. That was I the joke. Like, well, that, I loved that she, that, that, that was a tribute to uh, another artist of influence to her. That, that yeah, big, yeah, yeah. Um, Missy Elliott. No, no, um, I can't I remember his name. name. Yeah, but, but it was like a tribute to an artist. Um, yeah, but I think the joke was like they were all sperm, and like she was the um... yeah. There, I heard that joke. <laughs> but actually, That's funny. It might very well be that true. That was right? Aesop Rocky sperm. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, that was uh the the little white. I was I was just getting Squid Game vibes. I actually I texted our, our friend Alexandrea and I was like, "Is this Squid Game?" And she's like, "Oh my god, that's what I." I was, she was trying to place it. She's like, "That's there what was, I was thinking." One moment that the directions uh, slipped up, which was upsetting, was there was a camera shift and the other camera. I think it was like camera C or something like it was running in the background, prepping for the next spot, and you could see the camera. That was the only slip up the direction had, but otherwise, completely seamless. Like the way they moved, the way the cameras moved, you never saw a camera, you never saw an adjustment. Usually with uh with these shows, like you see the production yeah. happening around it, you didn't see an ounce of it, except for that one moment. And that was disappointing. But otherwise, the way that the bodies on stage moved and she moved and the cameras moved and the production moved, she moved. it looked like a seamless kind of transition of bodies. I mean, hundreds of people plus her, plus all of these things plus like multiple cameras the right. fact that they were able to direct that and move that in the way they did is very very right I, that was impressive when she sat down i was really like into that part mikey's not an artist and oh we can God. tell here <laughs> don't take mikey to like an art art show he just won't get it i don't know much about art but i know what i like, and I didn't I, like again it. it was fine 
I have I no notes or anything. It's just I no I notes. Do, I do expect to be surprised, and I just other than like the initial reveal, the pregnancy reveal, I was not. I, I will say the I think the funniest thing about it was everyone automatically they see that she's pregnant, and everyone gets on Twitter. And everyone's like, wait, is she pregnant? Is she because they don't want to say the wrong thing? They don't want to assume that she is like what was bad is I didn't think she was pregnant. I thought that she was just pregnant. So I right, was like, she just had right, the baby. She in just, May. That's what I thought, too. I was like, yeah. I thought she just had a baby. I went through the entire thing, not understanding that she was announcing her pregnancy and still loving it. And then I found out it was her pregnancy announcement. And then I loved it even more. And I was like, oh, my God, wild. I'm not a fan of pregnant women, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the, that's a terrible <laughs> thing to say. What? I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not I know <laughs> even when I go like on like the porn sites, there's even like the section for like pregnant women, but is it's it? just not my thing. Oh, oh they're yeah, totally yeah. Is. I don't they're know. Totally Whatever. Yeah. Mikey, oh, yeah. I can't help but really not start to it. validate some of these women in these dates. Because if Mikey, you say these to any people, <laughs> I can see why you're getting smacked down and you're getting feedback. Oh my god. I'm not a fan of pregnant women. What? Jesus. Not on my halftime uh, show. That's, That's for sure. So fucking funny. I'm dead. Now, even though I I decided to like, sit home and watch um the Super Bowl instead of going out or to a party, I still can't remember any commercials that stuck out to me. Did oh, the any commercials stick were out weak. to you guys? Yeah, I think. I mean, I was too stressed out. The so. farmer's dog one made everyone mm-hmm. cry, which I I missed that. I was was that I was the separation back. anxiety that all the dog trainers are freaking out about right now. I have no idea. I completely. Oh no, that was a, that was Amazon or something. I don't care. Um, the one, uh, the Travolta with the guys from Scrubs was funny as hell. John Travolta singing Summer Lovin' with the guys from Scrubs. That was good. I, I appreciated that. Had me a blast. Um, yeah, good times. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. I had a good time. Yeah. I'm honestly, I'm really glad I know where we were talking about like, you know, I started my new book and I've got, I'm watching Scandal and I've got a it's list nice of shows that I need back. to catch. I'm excited to have a little bit of time back. Yeah, me too. Uh, that game, that game was a good finale to the season and now mm-hmm. we can take a break and that's, I'm, I'm looking forward Early to Early Super Bowl picks next year. Oh God. I think I know mine. I have, but mine are going to be like controversial. Ooh. I like, I want to pick two teams that haven't. That weren't there this year. Okay, I'll tell you. Since you're like right, begging me to tell me. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be the Jags. Ooh. I think the Jags are about to have a year next year. And you know, they they signed Calvin Ridley, who's about to be back, right? And they just announced that he's being he's applied for his reinstatement. So I think the Jags are about to have a team, and I think they could very well go all the way. Um, and I think they could have an offseason that did what the Eagles just did because they're not paying Trevor Lawrence very much. Stock up. So I think that could happen for them. And NFC, I don't know. I mean, like a lot of NFC teams were on the rise. You you are the one who prompted us to do this. So ha- make a choice. Okay, so do you, do you don't want to lead up. You don't want like some drama. Like, well, I just I'm I need I need something to think about because I haven't even thought about it yet. I'm oh, still recovering. Well, Jags and I think the 49ers have the opportunity to get it together. Um. That's it. I think the Cowboys, like people right now are betting the Cowboys will go, but I don't know what the Cowboys are, are missing at this point. It's not like every year something goes awry. They just lose. Like, right. 
And also, it's not like it's not like there's a piece that's missing that they're going to replace in the offseason or something. Right. I mean, they they during they did. They are they are a roster of mediocrity. Yeah, they dropped an offensive coordinator and Mike McCarthy will call plays. But I don't know if that's going to make or break. Like, I just don't know. Honestly, if they didn't, if the 49ers didn't beat them, they weren't going to beat the Eagles. Um, No, there's there's even other teams, I think, that probably would have beat them. (laughs) Right. So, like. I think if people are excited about the Giants, the Giants could like swing. I'd love that. Um, but I think it's a money thing with the Giants and whether they can afford to bring in the people that they need to bring. I in. like the Jags pick. That is sexy. I think the Jags for our game next year, just know the Jags will probably be one of my early picks. Can we just while we're hang on? You just brought up the game. Apparently, we're not the only people who did this. And I just want to bring this to everybody's attention. Who the fuck else did it? Um, I just had it pulled up on Twitter. And of course, it went away. I'll beat him up. Um, it, they did it a little differently. But I saw um, it, I, it was I and I had no idea it was happening because I haven't listened to her show in a while. But apparently on Mina Kimes' show, her podcast, they had they did this. people who picked. They did an NFL team draft competition. I haven't gone into it. Um, into the details of how they did it. But essentially, they it was Mina and I think it was Mina and Gojo, actually. I think it might have just been the two of them. And they racked up points for the regular season and playoff points and then had total points. And I'm I'm disappointed that we... I mean, now, granted, I don't think they did roster moves or anything like we did. But... Apparently, we're not as original as we thought. I thought we were original. Uh, you know, it doesn't. It looks like they just picked a team. How do you know they didn't take it from oh, us? No, Gojo was picked... probably listening to our podcast and stole you... it. Oh, there's no way. There's, there's no, no way. way. I would be very different on this podcast if I ever had any inkling that Gojo <laughs> was listening. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but Mike really just like nailed this game. Oh my god. Yeah, he killed it. Yeah, Mike's won this year. Ow. Mm-hmm. All the mics, all the mics, when all the team drafts. Um, all you need is one mic. I don't, I don't know if I can make picks right now, but talk when we come back for the draft. I, I feel like it. I can. I'm I, excited. I just need some time. I like play. off season time. I like draft or draft time because I think I like the draft. It gives everybody hope and it like reinstates hope that like things are gonna work out for you that year and like it's like fun. Yeah. You know? We should start. We'll take our... some time off, but we should could do like a you know maybe a, a check in. No, for sure. We'll do we'll do a draft show. And I think I think along with our draft show, we should I think we should each make a confidence pick like our first picks or whatever for our new year for next year. Yeah. For our team draft. I think that would be draft our first round. Yeah. Like on like early and see how we feel. (laughs) I think that would be really fun. But um, yeah, we'll be sure to check in. What else has happened this week? You guys, any other crazy UFO is getting stuff. shot down. I'm sorry. It's so rude. Oh, the UFO is getting shot down. Yeah. Rude. Um, what else? I don't know. I, feel like there, I felt like there was a lot. Maybe not. I, you know, I felt like there was a lot too. There was, there was a significant amount of stuff going around and now I'm, now we're sitting here and I'm like, I gotta like get on Twitter. Like what's going on? I've been very. Uh, I think we got it. We talked NFL. We talked the halftime show. Yeah, I mean, we talked just... coaching changes. It's mainly the Eagles just got snagged all their coordinators, and I because I like am deeper in Eagles Twitter. Like they're probably going to, um, the the quarterback coach is going to become the coordinator. Um, 
is what it sounds like in the defensive. I think they're going to hire out for the defensive coordinator. Oh, speaking of quarterback coaches, that was a big one. Um, Josh McCown down to the Panthers to be a quarterback's coach, which is hot. I love this for Josh McCown. I love it. So I, I don't know if we've, I don't know if we've talked about this since you've been a part of this production, Mikey C. I, I have a big like Josh a, McDonald fan. I really am. I really am <laughs> for a myriad of reasons. First, first and foremost, he looks like Johnny Bravo. To see this, which I love, Johnny but Bravo. he's he's also just like a really nice dude. Like I've never heard anyone say anything negative about him. He's very family oriented. Oh wow, he really does. He really does, right? And he's a uh, like when he was he was with the Eagles, right? Most recently. Oh yeah, and you watched his leg hair during the Seahawks playoff game. But he his deal with the Eagles, I think, was like he got to stay home with his kids and coach his kids like peewee leagues and whatever. And he would just come when the Eagles needed him. Like he'd just kind of show up and keep up with the playbook because he's that reliable guy. He's that guy who it's like, hey, like, can we give you a call if we need you? And he's like, Yeah, sure, I'll show up and play a fucking football game. I just I really want. like him. I like his personality. I like this for him. I like that he's kind of foraying into coaching professionally. And I feel like that's something like uh, not to continue to go harp back to this book that I'm reading, but like the the coach in this book that I'm reading, it's a it's a really crappy romance novel, but he's a former player. And it got me thinking like you really don't see of the head coaches in the NFL. There aren't many if any former players, like it's just not a trajectory that you're seeing a whole lot these days. And I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I would have liked to see yeah. Brady coach more than be in the booth. Has that he's officially going to go to the booth again. He's taking a year. Yeah, off. He's got a contract with. Oh, he is. Yeah, I think he's, he's taking this, this season year? off. Yeah. Do you see the underwear picture? I did yeah. the thirst trap. What uh, was that? I was trapped. I, don't know. You. I was not. I was not <laughs> trapped. I didn't think it was that. If I like, he, if he that was it. my pick, I would not have posted it. I mean, I mean, I didn't think it was horrible, but I, <clears throat> I think it was great. It was, I mean, it was an attractive photo. Like he's an attractive man, and I've it was done an attractive a lot photo. worse. Just... I've done worse. For I feel less. like I've got better thirst trap picks than that. I don't know, Mikey. I think I've got some mm. on my my Instagram too. Like from when I was younger and. You know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I'll go through and dox myself, but yeah. I, I, thank you, Tom Brady, for that for me specifically. Gracie Hunt, she stole the Super Bowl for me. Did you catch her like in like uh she's like the Chiefs like heiress? Holy cow. Really? Beautiful. I've I don't think I've yeah. seen her. I'm gonna look her up. Gracie Hunt. H U N T. They showed her like in like the you know, the suite there with like the family a few times. Oh wow, oh, she's beautiful. Gosh. Right. Oh well, of course she's a Maxim girl. What did you think? Yeah, and she's like a millionaire or billionaire too. Yeah. Oh, good for her. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Oh, well, well, guys, it's been a good season. Um, mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll, we won't be gone long. You yeah, know, we'll do some check-ins. Absolutely. We'll, we'll do like a before the draft and after the draft, maybe. Yeah, we'll we'll check in maybe once over the the summer, and then and then we'll start back up when training camp starts back up. I think it yeah. makes sense. I'm gonna be on yeah. the road a lot, anyways, coming up. So I I my first trip to my first big work trip of the year starts tomorrow. I'm excited. Where are you going? I'm going to Charlotte. I'm going to Charlotte. Oh, jeez, that's yeah. where you're going. <laughs> I'm going to Charlotte. Hey, look, I will take it because of, of the things on my docket for the next couple of months of the trips, 
Charlotte is probably one of the warmer places right now. Like I wouldn't, I I don't want to go to Kansas city right now, first of all, because it's going to be a fucking shit show with everyone running around and it's just going to be crazy, but it's cold there. I don't want to be in Kansas city right now. They're having their parade today, actually. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah, As we record Um, in this moment, in this moment, but travel safe. Thank you. And, and guys, this has been a really fun season. If you haven't already, give us a follow on our social media. Our handle is at U-F-R-V-O-D-C-A-S-T. You can catch up on all of our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, there's always, even even when we're talking football, there's always other conversations going on. So they're all kind yeah. of fun listens and some some good evergreen content. Um, and you can shoot us an email at helloufr at gmail.com if you want to say hi. But... But bye for now. Bye for now. That's it. Bye for now. Bye for now. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Bye.